Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today, we want to wade into some culturally heated waters and talk about roles yeah. of husbands and wives. So we're wading into like a spa. It is heated hot. waters. <laughs> Very hot topic here. Okay, yeah, Hot it water, is. tense, intense. Yes. Lots of drama surrounding this topic. That's right. Lots of opinions, lots of perspectives, lots of very verbal people for or against. Yes, this is, this is a hot topic. Yeah, so we're going to be careful by taking the issue head on and talking about it. <laughs> Definitely. That sounds good. But I guess today really can function as kind of an introduction to a series of a couple episodes that will focus on roles of men and women in the context of marriage. The Bible is pretty clear about this issue. There are specific directions, and it is a good and beautiful design that God has put in place for how a man is to operate in a marriage and how a woman is to operate in marriage in terms of roles and function. Right. It doesn't leave us hanging or wondering to make up our own, oh, I think this is a good plan for how I should function as your wife. Instead, it shows us in various places in the Bible. It explains what God desires for men as husbands and women as wives. Yes. And I guess just to be clear up front here, uh, we understand the Bible to call men to be leaders in the relationship, mm -hmm. and women to be helpers in the relationship. And so those can kind of be banner terms for the roles of men and women in marriage. The men mm -hmm. men are called to lead, women are called to, to follow their husband's leadership and to help them. Yes. And uh, we're not making this up. This is, you know, back in the beginning of the Bible, the book of Genesis establishes these patterns. And maybe you could summarize it like this. Men and women are equal in essence, in terms of who they are as human beings, they're equal, mm -hmm. absolutely, mm -hmm. but they're different in terms of function. So equal in essence, different in function. Uh, this is It's been described that way by various um, theologians, and uh, that's a, maybe a helpful framework to think about it. Uh, we're not saying that men or women are... Uh, more important or less important than yeah, each other right. or more significant or more valuable or anything like that. What we are saying is that there is equality in men and women as both being created by God in God's image. Yes. But the Bible calls for a difference in terms of how the two genders operate within the context of a marriage. Their function is different. Yeah. And it's a good and godly difference because it allows the marriage to function in the way that God established the marriage to function, and it's going to be the best way because God's the one who created marriage, and so he created these roles, and we can uh, figure out what they are and then embrace them, even if it can be a tough thing to do, which it can be, for sure. Sure. So if you go to the architect of marriage, if you go to his blueprints for how a marriage is to operate, then you, um, and you, you pattern your marriage that way, it's going to be the best and most effective way for you to go about your marriage. Amen. So, um, so it's just really, really easy to just do this. So <laughs> husbands lead, mm. wives support your husbands. Simple. Just done. That's how it what happened for us. What needs to be said? That's how it happened for us, right? That is not how it happened. Do you recall when we met? We started dating. Take me back. Oh, it was beautiful. To our college years when our love was blossoming <laughs> as and the flowers in full of spring. Bloom. <laughs> 
Yes. Well, I did. I mean, we we met. We instantly liked each other. We developed the friendship, and we began, you know, dating. And in this dating relationship, we saw some, I don't know, some problems come up. Yeah. And I remember you were the one to kind of bring it to our attention um, and have a really a sit-down conversation. So what I noticed was our relationship did not match the biblical pattern that, that I read in the Bible. I'm reading my Bible. I see that God's calling men to be leaders in the relationship and mm-hmm. women to help uh, their husbands. We weren't married, but I thought, you know what? If this relationship is going to work, we need to make it line up with the biblical pattern. And mm-hmm. so I remember we sat down in the lounge of our dorm. I can remember <laughs> what couch we were on wow. and which direction we were facing. We had a conversation. And I just said, hey, either we need to make our relationship line up with the biblical patterns or we need to end our relationship. Right. And we just can't have a relationship that continues to operate in this capacity. Uh, I need to do a better job of taking initiative and leading and you need to do a better job of following my leadership because it didn't just naturally fall into place that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tend to be the type of person who wants to lead. And um, some of that just meant I had to like (laughs) stop jumping in quickly with my thoughts right away and just give some some pause to turn to look at you and say, hey, what do you think? And to kind of defer to you in the relationship. That was not something that was a pattern thus far for me. And so when you brought up, you know, this this problem where we weren't we weren't lined up with what God said, it was like I had to step back and really see where am I adding into it. And a lot of it was just I wasn't very thoughtful about having you lead and me maybe even stepping back at times or deferring to you at times. And that was a huge change for me. It required effort on both of our parts. Yes. I needed to do a better job of stepping up and making decisions and coming up with a plan and moving forward. So I I needed to introduce more uh, direct leadership in our relationship, and um, you needed to then you had a decision to make. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Am I good with this? Mm -hmm. Is this someone I want to follow? Yeah. And do I support your leadership? Right. And if the answer is yes to these things, then you had a decision to make then at that point to be intentional, to follow and to support me as I went. And so I think one of the reasons uh, God allowed this to be successful in our relationship is we both brought forth effort and discipline and work to it. And uh, we made progress in the right direction. Yeah. And I even remember um, as like, as as I would think back through the night, you know, some awesome date with you or some time spent with you, I would often start to assess how I did in what we had just talked about in kind of some of these changes. And that was huge to help because I was putting forth the effort to, you know, follow you to do a better job of helping you lead by allowing you to lead at times, even stepping back. And then I would get home, be thinking about the night and think, okay, how am I doing in that? How are we doing in that? Beginning to, you know, be more of this biblical example. Are we getting that way? Is there something I needed to do in the next date that wasn't right? And how do, would I need to change? And so we would often even sometimes evaluate between each other, like, how is this going? And so that was huge to be able to to really look at my own self and see what's my problem in this and how can I do a better job. 
So that even became part of our dating and then into our marriage, right? Where we would continue that looking at ourselves to see how we um, became part of the problem, you know, and what we needed to do to be better. So, so our story kind of sets up the discussion for some of the challenges of orienting your relationship around the biblical rules. And the first one, I guess, to draw out from our story is our personalities, mm-hmm. the, the challenge of personalities. You're, you're maybe more inclined to function one way in a relationship or another way in a relationship based on your personality. And growing up, I was a super laid back person. Uh, mm-hmm. Me just, too. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I always say that about you. Very laid back. Chill. You're just a chill person. Go with the flow. Hang out. No, Bethany is turbo. Okay. You need to know this about her. She's a turbo person, turbocharged, high energy. That's right. Coming up with plans and making things happen. And so you put us together and Mm. what happened is Bethany would just kind of come up with a plan, make a decision. I'd be like, all right, that sounds good with me, whatever. And we would do it. And Mm -hmm. that's because my personality was just kind of more that way and your personality was more that way. And if we didn't put any thought or effort or an intention into it, we would just kind of continue that way. But we hit a point where I said, you know what, I need to work uh, to take more initiative to Mm -hmm. lead and make decisions and you need to work and take initiative to follow and support and go with my leadership. And so our personalities made it challenging to operate this way, Yeah, but it wasn't an insurmountable challenge. No, no. We were able to really work at it. It was cool to see the changes because, yeah, I mean, even you think about like growing up in school and in various clubs and, you know, getting... I mean, my personality is like, I want to be in charge of the group project. I want to be in charge of that thing. I want to be the one to make the plan here and let's do this and follow me. And, you know, always the boss of the play, (laughs) the director and the star, like in our house, you know, you'd have these little plays and I was the director and the star naturally. It's convenient how it works that way. Yeah. (laughs) And just, that was how I, I was from at a young age through meeting you. And so when, when that comes, you know, years and years of it, then you have to work at seeing that in your own personality and the tendency to, to want to lead, to be in charge, which is a good thing in so many areas. But in a marriage, as a wife, it can cause a difficult problem if you're pushing and always trying to step up and, you know, take that position. Yeah. You're in a difficult position if I never step up and lead, you're kind of forced to have to make decisions and, mm-hmm. and make things happen. And so I want to make your job easier by being a good leader. And so, and that's why I say we both had to work at this. Yeah. Yeah. And so personality, that's one challenge. I think another one to add to the list is laziness. And maybe I'm saying that because coming from a guy's perspective or uh, maybe my challenge in particular was just not being proactive. And uh, so I think laziness can be a huge hurdle for couples to operate in the way that they're supposed to operate. Yeah. Sin. Sin is right. a, sin it, is a hindrance here in this. That does throw a wrench into things. Pride. Yeah, if you're just self-absorbed, I mean that is all going to really make these roles difficult. So yeah. that's that's the element here is you go back to the fall and what mm-hmm. happened is at the fall Adam and Eve sinned and God pronounced um, curses on creation and man and women and men and women, man and woman, 
Oh, men, men, men. He pronounced <laughs> curses on man and woman. Uh, yes, yes. And one of the challenges is that husbands would have difficulty leading because wives, mm-hmm. their desire would be for their husbands, meaning to to take over and take their place. Yes. Yeah. In the relationship, and so this is not a surprise that roles are difficult. It is very much so expected, to be expected, from the introduction of sin and the garden and the fall. Yeah. I think another uh, reason that it can be hard to live out these roles can often be someone's upbringing. You know, we are all born into a family and, you know, we have either a mother or a mother role, ahead. you know, that we look to, a dad or someone that kind of is like a dad in our lives. And so we see these different ways that, you know, our parents interacted or whoever's over us. And if they are not good, if they're not godly, um, maybe they're not, they weren't Christians, your parents, or maybe they were, but just didn't quite have this thing, you know, nailed down or, or struggled through it. You might have grown up in a home seeing this not, not go well, well seeing let, the clash. Let me take a step back and just say there, there is not a single family on the planet that has a perfect demonstration of what roles looks like. I mean, if you're talking about Agreed. a perfect, yes. perfect example, then none of us right. have that experience. So we have bad examples to one degree or another mm-hmm. that are all around us. And this is just part of the challenges of, of living in a fallen world. Uh, we, we don't do it perfectly. And so we can't just do exactly what yeah. we see done around us. Right, right. Um, but that, that brings up like cultural issues as well. It's not just yes. within the context of your family, what you see your upbringing, but uh, as you grow up, what you see in the broader culture um, in terms of w- husbands and wives and function and roles, uh, our culture is, not only fails to provide us with good examples, yes. but it is very intentional um, to provide bad examples and antagonistic yeah. to this what we've presented here. Yeah. I mean, you can't go buy a shirt at any place for your little girl without a lot of the sayings on the shirts being ones that even are going to go against what we're talking about here. You know, basically girl power, you know, I got this. I mean, I'm surprised that one doesn't say I don't need a man. You know, I mean, maybe there are, maybe there are some. If you made that, it would sell. (laughs) It would. And that's the scary thing is there's so much in the push of, as a woman in this culture where I'm seeing that from movies and TV shows and music and just the the general vibe of where we live. It's like, girl, you got this. You be you. You don't need a man. You need to go and be bold and be brave and like get out there and do your thing. And there's really a disregard for being under a man's leadership or even needing a man in your life. It's, it's crazy how like ah, against it they are, you know? Totally. And it's unfortunate because I think a lot of the antagonism comes from misunderstanding what the Bible presents about uh, roles. Right. Um, And we're going to try to make a case for the role of a husband in the next episode and then the role of a wife in the subsequent episode and um, defend what the Bible says about these things. So uh, before you attack the proposal here, listen to the full proposal. 
of what the Bible says about these things. So, but, but even when people do understand the biblical terms, mm-hmm. they, they can grate against them. Yes. And so you're right. The culture around us is against these things and wants to pave its own way. Yeah. So these are some factors that make it challenging. They're not the only factors that make it challenging. There, there's going to be uh, unique challenges that every couple faces. But I think what we've presented here is, is one, an acknowledgement of the difficulty, right. and two, um, a charge to put forth effort in your relationship to make your marriage line up with the biblical model. It's yes. not going to fall into place for you. You're going to have to put one foot in front of the other and start making progress toward godly roles in your marriage. Yes, and it's worth it to do that. I agree. (laughs) So are we ending with a question then? Sure. What's the question? (laughs) (laughs) Let's say the question is this. What is... Wait a second. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say Um, it like this. What is the most challenging thing for you in your relationship? Um, Of... No, that's not even. That's it. not it. Yeah. <laughs> um, of here, yeah. Of the challenges we discussed here, or others that we didn't discuss, what is the biggest hindrance to you functioning in your God-given role in your relationship? What's the hardest thing for you? Yeah, that would be so great to talk about between husbands and wives, just to come and say, yeah, this is part of the reason why it make you know. This thing for me makes yeah. it tough. Is it personality differences? Is it some form of laziness or pride? Thing. Is yeah. it your upbringing? Is right. it the culture around you? What is it? Or something that we didn't talk about? Yeah, that's great. Well, we're so thankful that you checked in and listened to this episode. We hope you subscribe, you share, you even send us some topics that you'd want to hear at Thriving Marriage Podcast at gmail (laughs) at gmail.com that's it oh yeah you need a gmail or something in there yeah Yeah. (laughs) well yeah thanks we'll see you next time see ya